And now, Lifestyles Unlimited presents the Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Over the next hour, we unfold your map to financial freedom. You'll learn how to retire through investing in single-family and multifamily real estate. You'll learn how to create cash flow and build wealth so you can have the time and money to live the lifestyle you want. Welcome to the show. My name is Al Gordon, and as always, I'm working on your financial freedom. And what I'm hoping for today is that your employer is working on your financial freedom. I mean, let's be very clear here. You are in an employment contract. That's what you do. That's how you earn money, right? You trade your time, your skills, your knowledge for a paycheck. You go in and you perform work for somebody else that either can't do it for themselves or they just flat out don't want to do it for themselves. I mean, that's that's the way it is in employment America, right? So you're probably in the same boat that I used to be in when I was trading time for money. Now, we all know that we're coming up to the end of the year. And for some of you, this is a very exciting time. It's, it's a very joyous time for you. And I'm not talking about the fact that it's Christmas or any of the other holidays that might come to, into play at this time of year. What I'm talking about is that some of you are expecting something called a bonus. Now, a bonus is something that you receive based on job performance. Maybe you've done an exceptional job for your organization. You've made them a lot of money. So they feel that maybe in exchange for the fact that you filled their coffers up with money, maybe they'll throw you back a bone. They'll throw you something called a bonus. Maybe they do it as a retention effort. Maybe they think that if we don't give Joey a bonus this year, Joey may walk and it's going to cost us like twice as much as Joey's salary to replace Joey. Oh, you didn't think the bosses thought like that? Oh, trust me, they think like that. But what's this got to do with you potentially earning a bonus? Well, I think the outcome is pretty bright for this year. And here's why. I did some research. Yeah, I did some research. And USAA Today is saying that Holiday bonuses are still planned by most companies, even as the job market slows down. So USA Today is, is in your lane. They are cheerleaders for you getting a bonus. But what about the Biz Journal, bizjournals.com? They said year-end bonuses are making a comeback in 2023. Well, that's, that's good news for you, especially those of you that didn't get a bonus maybe last year or the year before or any time during COVID, right? Okay, maybe it's been a while since you've seen a bonus. So bizjournal.com is saying those bonuses are making a comeback. What about Forbes? Forbes says, what is a year-end bonus, and should you expect one? Now, they're a little bit more contrarian on this because they're talking about, first of all, what it is. I've already told you what a year-end bonus is, right? And I've already told you why you get them. Yeah, it's, it's not because they like you. It's usually because they want to retain you. That's really the, the root cause of all this. And once they figure out that you have figured out that they've made a ton of money off of your back, they kind of think, well, we got to throw them some bones. But if you look at what the executives are making, executives are making some pretty significant bonuses. Now, one thing that I did read said that executive bonuses are potentially going down. Yeah, I forgot where I saw it, but it said something along the lines of executives should expect a decrease in their bonuses. And their bonuses are usually based on a percentage of their base pay. So what did I see? 
I saw that their bonuses might be going from 38% down to 32%. I know, feels so bad, so sad for all those execs, right? But maybe you're an exec, and maybe you're concerned that your bonus is going down. So there's there are bonuses that are at risk. They're completely at risk, and you may not receive a bonus. So why am I talking about bonuses? Why, why am I getting into your business of whether or not you receive a bonus? Because I want to help you spend it. I do. I want to help you spend your bonus. Now, there's a lot of things that we could spend your bonus on. I mean, let's think about it. How, I mean, before we get into what we would spend your bonus on, why don't we talk about how much your bonus might be? I mean, let's, let's think that through. What if, what if your bonus is $5,000? What, what would you buy with $5,000? Now, I know you're a, lot, a lot of you are thinking about that. You, you've already got an idea in mind. 5000 bucks buys you X or 5000 bucks buys you Y. But what if your bonus is $10,000? Do you buy twice as many of what you thought about before, or does it put you in a different category? Does it put you in a different place of thinking, wow, I've got $10,000 now, so I could buy even better stuff, or I could buy twice as much stuff? All right, let's take a step back. Let's say your bonus is $25,000. Now, for some of you, that's a bridge too far. You've never seen a bonus that large, and you may not have seen a bonus over the last couple of years. So you'd be happy getting $5,000 or $10,000. But what about those of you that earned a $25,000 bonus? I mean, those bonuses are realistic, right? I know there are many of you out there shaking your head up and down because you have received a bonus of at least $25,000 in your past. And maybe this is the year that that bonus comes back. Maybe you didn't get a bonus over the last couple of years. And maybe now, now your company is looking at retention and maybe your company's thinking, well, you know what? If we don't pay Joey a bonus of $25,000, again, we run into the problem that Joey might leave for a different job because he feels slighted, in which case it's going to cost us literally twice as much as Joey's salary to find somebody to replace Joey. Yes, they think that way. They think that way. They, they don't think along the lines of, wow, Joey's a great guy. Let's just shower him with money because he's a great guy. Now, there, there is a business decision that is made regarding bonuses, and it's not a decision that's made in a vacuum. This is a decision that's made by executives. This is a decision that's made by business owners, and it is an economic decision. It's a decision to reinvest into your workforce, and that's part of what the bonus does for you. Now, some of you, some of you have it in your contracts. Some of you have it in your employment contracts that if you do X or you do Y, you get a certain amount of bonus. So that bonus is baked in. It's actually baked into your salary. And you're, you're, you would be concerned if you didn't get that bonus because all of a sudden there'd be a giant sucking sound in your checking account, right? Because chances are you've already got that money spent. You've already thought about what it's going to go to. All right, let's take a step back. I'm going to hit you with a $25,000 bonus. Now, I know not everybody out there is going to get a bonus. I know that of those of you that will get a bonus, not everybody's going to get a $25,000 bonus. But let's say you earned a $25,000 bonus. What can we spend it on? We could spend it on a lot of things. We could buy automobiles. I mean, go out and put a down payment on one of those cars that's got that new car smell to it, you know? Or maybe maybe you finally get the car that you've always been wanting 
since you've been a child, that sports car, or maybe for some of you, that, that luxury pickup truck, right? Or maybe it's a super duty pickup truck. Yeah. I mean, there's there, or maybe, maybe it's a motorcycle. Maybe you get a high end motorcycle or, or maybe this is the time you pull the trigger and you're like Andy Webb. You, you go out and in the RV bunker and you explore the United States. That's what Andy does with his free time. Now he's real estate retired. He's got an RV. He goes out and he drives all over the place. Well, maybe you could do the same thing. Maybe you could take that $25,000 and you could buy an RV bunker for yourself and you could go out and explore the United States. And maybe you work in a job where that job is transportable. So that's right up your alley. But here's, here's the thing I want to warn you about buying an automobile or buying a high-end motorcycle or buying a recreational vehicle. Although they have utility, although they may make you feel warm and fuzzy, they are what are considered depreciating assets. What's a depreciating asset? It's an asset that you buy, you pay money for, you trade your money for that asset, and that asset goes down in value over time. It wears out over time. And because it wears out, it goes down in value. Now, it's not like real estate, where real estate, even though it wears out, it tends to go up in value through natural appreciation. Yeah, that's the neat, that's the neat thing about real estate. The, the depreciating assets don't go up in value. Unless you buy something that has some kind of potential future value as a classic, in other words, you buy something today that will ultimately be a classic car, good, good luck figuring that out. Yeah, good luck figuring that out because that is very difficult to do. It's easier to buy a piece of real estate and have it go up in value than to pinpoint a classic car in today's world that you think is going to be a classic car in the future. So what am I getting at? Well, those, those assets, they're going to go down in value. They're going to wear out in like five to seven years. So that $25,000 that you put into that asset, it's going to erode. And after you get to that five years or seven year time period, that asset is probably worth close to zero. So the $25,000 that you put into that asset, it's gone. It's gone. Now you probably had some fun with the utility of the asset, but the asset is gone. It's done. It's, it's time to be sold for scrap. And here's the other problem. That asset over that five to seven year period of time, it didn't pay you a dime of income. It did not pay you an income stream. Now, real estate, real estate can pay you an income stream. As a matter of fact, you can put $25,000 into a piece of real estate and you can have that piece of real estate return at least 8% cash on cash. And that's just on the cash on cash. That doesn't go into a... It take into account all the different ways we make money in real estate. But I'm helping you spend that wonderful, wonderful reward that you got at the end of the year called a bonus. And one of the things you could spend it on are automotive type of items. But I would caution you not to do that. Now, some of you, you would think, hey, this is the time to take that, that trip of a lifetime. We're going to go take that, that cruise, that 14-day cruise, and it's going to cost us $25,000 to do it. Now, you can, you can spend that $25,000 on that cruise, and you can have an absolutely wonderful time. But keep in mind, that cruise only lasts for that 14-day period. When that cruise is done, your $25,000 is done, and you're back at ground zero. But if you bought some real estate, wow, the possibilities are endless. When we come back from the break, I'll give you an insight as to what I'm talking about. Stick around. 
Got questions? Call Lifestyles Unlimited at 855-497-4335. The Real Estate Investor Radio Show continues next. Want to continue the conversation inside the community? Follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook. Stay up to date on upcoming events, market trends, member stories, featured podcasts, real estate wisdom, and more. You can even join us a couple of times a month as we go live with our case study events right on Facebook from the comfort of your home. Get online and get in the know. Turn listening on the radio into participating in the community. Like and follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook today. Creating the lifestyle you've always wanted. You're hearing Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Welcome back to the second half of the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. My name is Al Gordon, and as always, I'm working on your financial freedom. And on today's show, I'm helping you spend your money. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm doing today. I'm your little Christmas elf, and I'm helping you spend your bonus check. Now, many of you will be the recipient of a bonus check. Now, Rick, my producer at the break, reminded me that not everybody who receives a bonus will receive a $25,000 bonus. I totally get that. Now, he did also point out, depending on what type of job you're in, that bonus may actually be a lot bigger than $25,000. So regardless of, of where you sit in the world, regardless of what you think your bonus opportunities are, I can still help you spend it. Yeah, I can help you spend $25,000 lickety split. Yeah, you want to, want to know what else you could buy besides automobiles or, or a cruise? Well, what about your kitchen at home? Have you noticed that the appliances, they're, they're a little dated, they're a little worn out, and, and there's new stuff on the market, right? There's all this higher-tech stuff that can cook your food better, faster, stronger, I don't know, pick your favorite adjective. But the point I'm trying to make is your spouse may be thinking about helping you spend your bonus money before you even have a chance to. Maybe your spouse wants a kitchen remodel. So, you know, high-end refrigerator, high-end stove, high-end oven, high-end kitchen appliances. You know, trade in all that, that, that Home Depot bargain basement stuff that you bought originally and go out and buy the upper-end stuff, which, by the way, you can still get at Home Depot. I'm not plugging Home Depot. I just want to be fair because I kind of picked on them for a moment, and I don't want them sending me a letter to stop picking on them. So there you have it. But here's, here's another thing you can spend your money on that you haven't even thought about. What about other types of home improvement? Maybe you want that swim spa in the backyard, or maybe, maybe it's time to remodel that bathroom. Yeah, that bathroom that's been in your house for the last 40 years, it might be a little dated. And maybe this is where your spouse comes back in. Maybe your spouse is encouraging you to remodel the bathroom because your spouse is tired of the datedness of the bathroom. Okay, you could do some remodeling. But what about, what about investing? You, you could invest that money. You could take that money and you could stuff it in your 401k. And here's what happens to it. You don't see it again. You don't see it again. It goes in there and it stays in there until you elect to take it out. And if you're not 59 and a half years of age when you elect to take it out, you get to pay 10% penalty right off the bat. So even if you put that money in there and a year later you decide to take it out, that $25,000, provided the stock market hasn't imploded on you, by the way, that $25,000 is only worth $22,500 because you're going to pay $2,500 in a penalty 
yes, a penalty, because that's what the government says you will pay if you touch that money in those retirement accounts. You're going to pay a penalty and poof, it's gone. It goes to the general treasury. It's no longer yours. So what could we spend our money on that would make more sense? What could we spend our money on there that would qualify as an investment and also could qualify as maybe some type of home improvement? Well, now you're onto something, aren't you? Yes, you are correct. Investment real estate. Investment real estate. Now think about it. There could be a house out there in the United States of America that you could buy for pennies on the dollar and you could get a great deal on the property. Let's say you spend less than 50 cents on the dollar and you buy that asset and then you put some more money into that asset and you use that bonus money to pay for not only the the acquisition, but most of the repair costs and very little of the repair costs out of your bonus money. There is a way for you to buy investment real estate that helps to preserve your valuation. It helps to preserve your equity in the property. It helps you to capture equity in the property. It, it provides you a cash flow. It does for you what all these other things that I've suggested you could go out and buy don't do for you. I'm talking about just one little single family house. Now, for most of you, you're afraid of it. You are afraid of it. You think real estate's too risky. You think it costs too much money to get involved in real estate. You think it's a big time suck. You, you just, you just, in your mind, you are conditioned that real estate doesn't make sense. But here's the thing. It does make sense. It makes total sense. But you don't know how to execute it properly. Let me, let me equate it to your job. When you first got into your job, you may have had skill sets that prepared you for that job, but nothing prepared you for doing that job other than doing the job, right? Now, you probably had a little bit of education along the way. You probably had some on-the-job training. I mean, hopefully your bosses just didn't throw you into, you know, the furnace and hope you didn't burn yourself up, right? Hopefully they gave you some on-the-job training and, and you have learned to progress and become excellent at your job. That's probably why you're getting that bonus, right? Well, real estate, it's the same way. And at Lifestyles Unlimited, we are perfectly designed to help you get started with real estate. And we can teach you literally in 16 hours what you need to do to invest in single family or multifamily assets. Either, either asset class is viable. We're going to teach you all about the residential income producing real estate market. And we're going to teach you how to buy assets correctly. Assets that you can buy for pennies on the dollar. You can spend some money to fix them up, but you keep your cash outlay to as small of amount of money as possible that you don't necessarily need to get started with more than, say, $25,000. So that bonus that you earn, that bonus could help you buy your first real estate asset. But before you go out and buy a real estate asset, you really need to become a member of Lifestyles Unlimited because we have to teach you everything you don't know. We're your on-the-job training, if you will. Your OJT? Yeah, we're it. We will teach you everything you need to know. And when you're done with the 16 hours, we're going to turn you loose on the different markets, and you're going to decide which market makes sense for you. 
I'm getting at there's a way to buy property that you don't know about. Nobody's taught it to you. Nobody's explained it to you. Unless you've listened to this radio show for some time, you have no idea of what I'm talking about. So let me, let me clue you in. The way we buy property, especially single-family property at Lifestyles Unlimited, is we take advantage of something called a hard money loan. Now, some of you just heard the word loan and you're scared. Don't be afraid of that, that concept because what a hard money loan does for us as real estate investors, it allows us to buy an asset for a certain amount of money and use part of that loan to also pay for the repairs that are required to bring this property back up to its glory days. That's what we do. So what am I getting at? Most of you think that if you use a loan, you would go out and you'd buy the asset. And that's true. You could put a loan on the asset. But the, lo the, the loan you're going to receive is only equivalent to what the property is worth in its present condition. It's not worth what it's worth against its future value. Now, in this particular property that I'm looking at, this particular property is going to require a rehab of almost $52,000. Now, you could buy it for $71,000, okay, which means you can put $14,000 down and you're going to have to come up with an additional $51,000 to do the repair costs. That's not the right way to do it because you're going to come into that property requiring to dig into your pocketbook a big number. That's not an effective way to buy this property. The after repair value of this asset that I'm talking about is $158,000. But if you take advantage of a hard money loan, you're only going to take $19,600 out of your pocket to do the deal. This is how you acquire the property. You find a great resident to lease the property. We call that stabilization. Now you're going to refinance the property. That property is now worth $158,000 all fixed up. You're going to refinance that property. And when you're done with everything, you're going to have a good conventional loan on that property. You will have only put $19,600 of your own money into the deal. But here's the beautiful thing about this asset. Once you put it into service as clean, functional workforce housing, this thing is going to pay you a monthly income stream of $271. Now, what do you do with that $271? You use that money to offset your ordinary expenses of life. So let's say your power bill and your gas bill, not your gasoline, but your natural gas. Some of you have balanced power in your house. Let's say that that energy cost every month is $271. You now have an asset paying for your energy costs in your house. You are one step closer to being real estate retired. Now, some of you are thinking, wow, Al, $271, it's not like a big windfall. I mean, you just told me I had to put like literally almost $20,000 into this property. $271, it just doesn't, doesn't seem like much. Well, if you look at it from the perspective of you're only making $271 a month, it may not seem like a lot of money. But if you annualize that money, if you take a look at the fact that over a period of one year, that cash flow represents $3,252. That's like giving yourself a $3,252 raise per year. And that's just one asset that you bought. One asset. 
that is producing over $3,200 a year in income for you. Now, you have to be concerned about the rate of return. What is the cash-on-cash return? In other words, if we're making over $3,200 per year in income, but we spent almost $20,000 cash out of pocket, what's our cash-on-cash return? 16.6%. If you put that $25,000 into a savings account, and if that savings account were paying you an interest rate, what would that interest rate be equivalent to? Well, in today's market, you might be able to get five, five and a quarter, maybe a little bit more. But here in real estate, I'm showing you an asset that's producing an income stream of 16.6%. That's much better than 5% in a savings account. And that's only one way that we make money in real estate. Another functionality of this asset is that you're not spending all of the money required in order to get it to what we call after repair value. What does that mean? What, what is that gobbledygook that I just said? What I said was, you're buying the property at wholesale pricing. Remember I said you could buy it for $71,000, but it's worth all fixed up $158,000? That $71,000 purchase price represents a 45% cost factor. So you're buying an asset that's worth potentially a lot more money for 45 cents on the dollar. And then you're improving that asset. You're spending about another $52,000 in rehab costs. And then you're going to have another $10,000 in closing and holding costs. So you're going to be up to about, what, $62,000 in total costs? But here's the thing. You're still capturing over $25,000 in equity. So even though you're only putting almost $20,000 into the deal, you're capturing an additional $25,000 in equity. That's free equity. That's equity that you didn't spend to get in the property. Because you're doing everything at wholesale pricing, you're $25,000 below the after repair value with your all-in costs. So that's going to give you not just $25,000 in equity, you're also going to get the $20,000 worth of cash equity that you put into the deal. Now you're getting a 45% equity total. That's very significant. As a matter of fact, that, that net equity captured, the return on capital gain works out to be almost 130%. Because you're putting $20,000 into the deal, but you're capturing more than $25,000 of additional equity. It's a beautiful thing. Now that's only two ways we make money in real estate. We also make money based on the fact that real estate appreciates over time. We make money off of something called principal paydown because we believe in properly leveraging our properties. We're going to pay a mortgage payment, and part of that payment goes to interest, which is a business expense. Part of it goes to principal, which is not a business expense, but it does reduce the amount of money that you owe on the property, thereby increasing your equity. And then there's the tax advantages of real estate investing. Of that $3,252 that you receive, you're not going to pay any taxes on it because the depreciation write-off that you're going to take on that asset is well above that $3,252. It's actually $4,596, which will leave you an additional $1,344 of depreciation that you can use against any other type of income as long as the IRS approves it. It's pretty cool, right? Now, let's say you own that property for five years and you decide to sell it after five years. 
how much money will you have made? Well, you would have an adjusted capital gain. In other words, you would sell that property and you would turn that $20,000 into almost $60,000. And then when you factor in all the different ways that we make money in real estate, all the different ways we make money to include cash flow, equity capture, natural appreciation, principal pay down, and then the tax advantages, you're getting a 206% return on investment. And I'm here to tell you that this deal that I just described to you, these kind of deals can be found all day long. I've got two others that I didn't even talk to you about that do the exact same thing. What I'm telling you is you need to be involved in real estate. If you're going to get a bonus this year, make that bonus count. Buy an asset that appreciates, that pays you an income stream, and you'll be well on your way to making financial freedom. If you want to do what I'm doing, go to lifestylesunlimited.com, sign up for that free workshop, and let's get you going. Thank you for listening to Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Ready for more of the map? Visit lifestylesunlimited.com. Explore our videos and articles. Click on the radio tab to access past show podcasts. View the radio show schedule and listen to our best of radio shows. Want to continue the conversation? Follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook today. We want to meet you as well. Sign up for a free workshop at lifestylesunlimited.com. Until next time, remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. The information and opinions you hear on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show constitutes an endorsement recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.